Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jordan Anderson, and welcome to another episode. Okay, I think we might have a doozy here of an episode, so let's uh, let's dive into it. Uh, I want to call this episode, and this is kind of going off the email that I sent a couple days ago. I lack the self confidence to charge more. Okay, so over the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of reaching out to a couple of creative small businesses, just really trying to get their perspective on what's been going on with their business, where, you know, where can I help? How, you know, how is the coronavirus affected your business? How are you, how are you adapting? Uh, what are you hoping for the future? And I've run into a lot of pricing issues I've heard about, and uh, I really wanted to address this, that, you know, price, I've, I'll say over the last year or so, I've gotten really obsessed with pricing. I've, you know, from value-based pricing to fixed pricing to really trying to understand what's the best way for a creative business to price their work, uh, you know, really trying to get away from the hourly rate uh, and really try to better understand uh, how can we make more money? How can we price ourselves higher? How can we get um, get the work that we deserve and then also get the price that we deserve, uh, you know? So I've got, And the issues I've kind of run over and over is that People have amazing portfolios. The work that people are doing right now and putting out in the world is incredible. Even these newcomers, even you know, I've reached out a lot to photographers in the last couple of weeks, and a lot of the work is incredible. It's like it might as well be in a magazine. It might as well just be the top tier professional as it can be. Uh, you know, or basically saying like giving a blind test of looking at these two different photos. One is a you know a a high-end fashion magazine photographer and the other is just a newcomer on Instagram. I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference of who did what uh, because it's that good. Not that, I mean, maybe I don't have the, <laughs> maybe I don't have the enough creative eye <laughs> in photography to, to, to discern. But for me, and then, you know, the kind of layman, I, I like, I, they look great. I think they look fantastic. So that's where it began. And the, so the work is almost indistinguishable from the pros out there. So why is there sort of this disconnect with pricing? Why is there sort of, you know, and the problem I've seen over and over is it's really not the quality of the work or how big or deep or specific the portfolio is or the region or, you know, I live in this town versus this town. It's really been centered around self-confidence. So. I'm going to kind of dive into this, that self-confidence, especially when you're running your solo business and you're the per- face of the brand, you're the face of the business, you're the only one in the business. Self-confidence, surprisingly, <laughs> is a business strategy uh, and it can help you get more money for the projects that you're working on now. So, you know, you I'll kind of give a little scenario. You have basically you have two photographers of the same caliber. They produce the same shots. One believes in the self. One believes in themselves and the other doesn't. So I would ask you this. Who do you think will make more money? And who will cry that no one takes them seriously? I mean, I don't want to go too far into like trying to be a psychologist or therapist. But, you know, when we believe that we can create tangible results and undergo progress, we gain confidence in our abilities. If we are, you know, we try something and we practice and we get better and better. Like that, like okay, that increases our self confidence, at least in our abilities to do that. If you're, you know, you're not very good at running, and you run a 
15 minute mile at first and you keep running and keep practicing and then you run a 10 minute mile and then you run a nine minute mile and eight minute mile and you see progress over time you start to believe in your you know you have a little confidence in your ability to do something whereas at the very beginning you were just sort of a neophyte you just didn't really know what you were doing you weren't exactly sure of yourself and you didn't really have the all that much confidence but as you got better over time that confidence grew so this is where, you know, I say like pricing and, you know, many creatives like it, it really is just a self-confidence issue that if, if they only believe that they were good enough, then they would be able to charge higher for their work. You know, I, I would say that creatives kind of have to convince themselves that they're worth it. Even before stepping foot into the client meeting, like even before you have the first sales call with whoever prospective client that comes in, you might already be defeating yourself or setting your price too low for what is actually, you know, what you're actually worth. What, or, you know, you might be just basically leaving money on the table only based on how you feel about yourself for that day. And that's not right. So I want to talk a little, the, the problem I call, I've got, I don't know, I'm not coining this. I'm not exactly sure, but what I could think of to call this to maybe make it click is that's called like creative dysmorphia. It's sort of the same, like, body dysmorphia you know you kind of look in the mirror and you're like you may be jacked or ripped or have a six-pack but you know you maybe look in the mirror and still be like oh i'm fat i'm like i'm not good this is not good enough so maybe i'm trying to apply that analogy to our creative uh, portfolio let me just start before we kind of dive into creative dysmorphia just to say that the work that you're producing right now is good enough you are you are producing work that is 10 times better than the work that was being produced by other creators 10 years ago, 20 years ago. The work you're making right now, the quality of the work that you're making right now is is actually really good. So I just want you to start from that base point that you are good enough. So creatives, you know, maybe we went to film school or maybe we went to design school or photography school. Uh, through the training at these film schools and design schools, we kind of adopted this, what I call like creative nature about, uh, you know, we kind of d- developed this creative nature about our work and trying to getting a sense of our work because at the time, you know, the I, the only client that we really had were our professors. And these professors were paid to care about your work. They were paid to give you feedback. They didn't care. They didn't, if if they weren't being paid, let's be honest, if they weren't being paid to judge your photography portfolio or your Photoshop work or your design illustrations, if they weren't being paid, they wouldn't really care. And they wouldn't really have, you know, I'm sure their opinions would be completely different if you weren't paying tuition and you weren't, you know, basically paying, the, you know, signing their paychecks. So that's where it's kind of, that's where it kind of gets a little, you know, and, you know, over time that we were in film school or in design school or photography school that we kind of developed this voice to like we kept we kept getting that critical feedback from our professors. So we started to kind of develop that same voice and that what was once the professor's voice. We've kind of now adopted it and put it into our own head and saying, OK, this is how I need to critically look at my work. This is how I need to as an artist. This is how I need to kind of carry this sort of like, you know, uh, grouchy old man professor on our shoulder, you know, every time we every time we step into the studio and we're ready to work, we kind of start to hear this critical uh, professor in our head that we've kind of adopted as our own. And then, you know, 
it's we totally disassociate from our professor and now it's just our own voice this is our own creative voice in our head but we need to realize that this is really warped like this is a really warped perspective like you know the because they were judging it because they were paid to care like the professors were judging it because they were paid they were paid to care about your work and now that we're at a design school now that we're out in the real world we're shooting our own photos we're making our own videos for clients nobody cares nobody cares and and it's just like we kind of have to be our own judge uh, of our own work but you know a lot of times we're we still kind of carry that pr professor's voice in our head and we're, and we're really <laughs> we can be really negative about our work and this is what i kind of call it kind of creates this like creative dysmorphia so the same way you know you look in the mirror and kind of squeeze those extra pounds we're zooming in and pixel peeping at our creative work and i and i just want to say please stop it <laughs> stop judging your work so harshly stop you know being so critical of your work it's i, I get where you're coming from that you want to be really self-critical because you want to be producing the best work possible or you know you know especially like you know uh you know there's kind of this one thing it's like your abilities may not match your taste so there's this kind of disconnect and your you know your taste may be higher than your abilities so you're trying to get you're trying to be self-critical of your uh to get your abilities and get better practice in and kind of get better and better at your craft so that your abilities match your taste just you're going to get there just kind of pump the brakes a little bit on this kind of creative negative self-talk um what i want to kind of bring this all to is that Okay, so now we're out of design school, now we're out of photography school and film school, and now we're working with clients, and, you know, you know, like I was saying, we go into this sales meeting, we go to meet our prospective clients, and we think that they are judging our work based on the same criteria that our old professors were judging our work. Let me tell you, they're not. They are absolutely not judging your work based on the rule of thirds or the golden ratio or the framing or padding or margins or the how everything is aligned or how much negative space or how uh, you know how even and balanced your image is. They are not looking at that at all. A typical client just they. I mean, it's no offense, but we're just they're just laymen. They 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 don't really understand what it means to be creative to what the creative process is when it comes to the work you're making. So, you know, that you can't expect them to appreciate that aspect of it, but then they just don't really, you know, they didn't go to design school. They didn't, they don't understand all these design elements that go into what makes your work so good or, Oh, this is just like Francis Ford Coppola. This is a homage to him. And it's like, it's like, they don't see that. They don't understand that. They just say, okay, this is good or bad. But really, a client is hiring a creative person to help them achieve a business outcome. So client has a problem, and they kind of see you now as the person that can solve the problem in their business. Aesthetics, you know, color palettes, like I'm saying, design elements, so this, or like having a coherent look or a co cohesive brand, it's kind of a secondary benefit. You know, what they really care about is sales. They care about revenue. They care about market reach, brand awareness, that's what they're after. So, you know, a creative, we kind of price our work at first based on how pretty or how aesthetically pre pleasing our work is. And 
And if you feel like an amateur, or if you feel like your work isn't good enough, or your work doesn't follow the design, the, the rules of design, or it's not perfectly even or balanced or follow the golden ratio, if you feel like you're an amateur or you feel like your work isn't good enough, you're going to price your work low because you think, oh, I'm going to match my competitors. I'm an amateur in my field, so my work isn't that good, so I'm going to price myself on the bottom tier of, uh, of other competitors uh, because there are people who are way better than me that should be charging way more than me, uh, and that's how I feel. The client just... You know, it's it, and that and that's what gets that's what that's what starts to get me frustrated. Like that's where kind of my mission comes in, and that's where I kind of get really revved up because you know the client is not judging; they're not judging it based on the elements of design. They're judging it based on how effective was this creative piece, how effective was this creative project at solving past clients' work. Like uh, you know, a client wants maybe wants to see your past work. They don't really always care about how pretty it is or how nice it is they really wanted to think of how good it was this piece at solving the business outcomes of the other past clients if they if a new brand uh needed a new brand video that's going to kind of unveil their new logo you know and it was able to reach a million people a business a prospective business client is going to care more about that than how cool or how you know trendy the logo was or how trendy or the film grain was in the video they don't really care about that they care more about the results that you know that the creator or the designer or the you know creative person was able to create for that other prospect for that other client i'm going to put a nice end to this just kind of give you some like concrete takeaways and maybe something that kind of like ruffles your feathers a little bit there are designers out there, there are photographers out there, there are filmmakers out there that are less talented than they think, earning way more money than they should. And there are all and there are filmmakers and designers and photographers out there that are less talented than you that are making more money than you because they believe in themselves more than you do. They have more self-confidence than you do in your work and they are able to communicate the value that their work creates for their clients. They don't care about or they don't focus on how pretty their work is or how design and elementally sound their work is or aesthetically pleasing their work is. They are able to communicate to clients that their work can create real tangible business results for that client. And they're able to communicate it well to the point where the client says, you know what, you're worth a heck of a lot more money than that other guy who just wanted to talk about rule of thirds and camera specs and mp4s versus movs you are able to communicate how you're going to change and how you're going to solve my business problem so let's end it right there i know this episode went a little bit long I, I, this is something i'm really passionate about so i, I know the rant kind of maybe it lasts a little bit longer than a typical episode but uh it's important it's important to start to untrain yourself you are worth it this you should not base your self-confidence or sorry you shouldn't base your price on your self-confidence but of course you should have high self-confidence in your work because you'd produce amazing work so now you now the flip is finding a way to communicate to business people how your creative work will help solve their business problems okay thanks for listening guys my name is jordan anderson and i'll see you on the next episode
Okay, episode's over. Before you swipe away, I have two things for you to check out. Okay, maybe three, but just kind of stick with me. Number one is my daily email for photographers. Each day I'm sending out short, actionable lessons on how to improve the business side of your photography business. You'll learn about marketing, strategy, pricing your work, and so much more. Sign up for the first five lessons on jordanpanderson.com. It's my name with .com. It's, it's pretty easy to remember. Number two, and this is a big one, I'm offering one-on-one coaching for photographers who are looking to accelerate their business, get consistent leads, and build a brand they're proud of. Schedule a time to chat at jordanpanderson.com slash coaching. Last is number three. It's this podcast. I'm not asking you to subscribe or go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a little bit, it's a little bit overdone. But I am asking you to go back, find an episode that resonates with you, download it, and give it a listen. My name is Jordan P. Anderson. I help photographers who hate marketing, and I'll see you on the next episode.